everybody. Welcome to episode 5 of For Your Distraction. I am your host. My name is Adam Silvis. And to my left, as always, the man who is probably the meat in the ingredients. He's the ingredients of everything, okay? If I am I am the container that holds it together, you are just the meat. So it's just meat in a container? There's no potatoes? Okay, well, it's ingredients, okay? Let me finish. Damn, Brandon, let me finish. It, it, it's ingredients, you know? You're, you're just all with the meat, the potatoes, the veggies. You're, you know, you're you're the one that holds it together and everything like that. Scott Malenke, how you doing, Scott? Hey, good, I'm a doggy bag. <laughs> so yeah, you're a basic Basically, house yeah. soup. And of course, on the other side, as always, uh, if Scott is the meat and I'm the one that holds everything together, <laughs> what is going on right now? This is grossly sexual now. Is the man who has to be the secret ingredient. He is the secret sauce, okay? Secret that, sauce. Who, that's who it is, our pop culture correspondent. Brandon, how you doing, Brandon? Doing all right. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing pretty great. I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah. I have leftovers poor, in the fridge. I gotta... Poor man's soup. That's right. That's what I want right now. Well, hey, we're back. Yes, how we about are. This? We're back again. So, um, what's going on, fellas? Anything new? Uh, you know, I just found out the other day, and we talked about this a little bit. Do you know yesterday is our two months? Two months we've been doing the show. Wow, I didn't think we'd last two days. So. Yeah, neither did I. Like it's 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 been going on a while, and I'm I'm happy. I've been, I'm I've like, been trying not to let the fame go to my head. No, it's yeah. been hard not to sell out. Listen, okay, I I I almost I got punched rims. a paparazzi. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I got rims on my car and everything like that. You know, I'm stunner shades right Classic now. Classic spinners. <laughs> So there is a new segment I would like to introduce in really? honor of our, our two months. Um, l- looking back on some of our other podcasts, uh, this was actually pitched to me by, by a listener. There's some words that maybe we say too much. Really? Yeah. Oh, our vocabulary maybe isn't as broad as, as what it should be. And some, some things, <laughs> we have little quirks. So we're, wow. going, to, we're going to implement... Oh, no, <laughs> We're going to implement... What's known as a penalty shot. Oh. So every time we say one of these buzzwords... Can I do a granny style? You can do it however you want, but we're doing a shot every time we say one position. of the buzzwords. Granny style? I have brought a lovely bottle of Woodford Reserve's bourbon whiskey. One of my bourbon. favorites. Actually, I don't really take shots of this. I sip this on, on the rocks. Really? So, yeah. I didn't have anything really hard, anything that would punish us too much, so... This, this is actually pretty smooth. So. Is it? Yes. So let's introduce... Let's get to the point that we're going to start just saying all the words like, oh, this. You might like <laughs> it. You might purposely say the words. But what we're going to introduce a couple words here that, that we say too much. The first one is something I'm guilty of, <laughs> and it is the word Disney. <laughs> if, I, if any of us says the word Disney in this podcast, we take a penalty shot. Okay. The next one, Brandon, this one you are mostly guilty, guilty of is the word dolphin. <laughs> if anyone says the word dolphin, you take a penalty shot. Next one, Brand- uh, no, Brandon, you're good on this one. Adam, you and I are guilty of this. Too many things are fantastic. They are, though. I, I feel mean, like it's because you guys grew up watching uh, Reading Rainbow, Richard Reading Simmons. Rainbow. How old do you think <laughs> Adam is? I mean, yeah, me, yes, absolutely. I grew Richard. up watching Reading Rainbow. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. It, it was already old for me. Well, listen, listen, my mother used to rock out to Richard Simmons all the time. She had exercise tapes and everything like that. My mother, don't even get me started. <laughs> she a Richard Simmons fan. Good God, yes. So, fantastic is also a word oh, for a penalty shot. That's really going to be hard for me. This next one, Adam, 
This, yes. this, is, this is one you're guilty of. Yes. You got a potty mouth. And it is the F word. Yes. F-U-C-K. Fornication under consent of the king. I, never, I have got a really hard time with it. The more I drink, the more I say. What I know. I say? And I mean, it's a podcast. We're, we're adults here. We're allowed. We're allowed to yeah. cuss. But let's let's keep it let's keep it PG thirteen, Adam. <laughs> that was good luck with that. That means that means half a boob and only one F word. So <laughs> no nip slips. So that F word right, is a penalty right. shot. Only tasteful side boob is allowed in this show. Now <laughs> the next one is I not really like drunk by the end. Of this is not really episodes. a word. Not really a word. This is something I'm guilty of, and I have a pen in my hand, but it's not a clicky one. I click a pen too much. So any pen clicking goes on penalty shot. And lastly, and this is mainly attributed to our last podcast, which was entirely too long, there were some yawns. <laughs> I caught some yawns out there. Thank you for anyone who made it through the entire, uh, yes. the entirety of last week's yes. podcast. Of the Great week show. A little too long. Yeah. Not going to lie. A little too long. So we apologize for the length of our previous podcast. Don't let that deter you. No. So anybody yawns, you take a penalty shot. So recap, Disney, Dolphin, Fantastic, Fuck, Pen Clicking, and Yawn. Yawning. That's so a now penalty is it, shot. Now, is it anybody that says that, Any, or is it the, just the individual who's guilty of it? No, no. Okay. What, okay. I like fuck, though. I, I use it We've said it twice now after we put the rules down, by the <laughs> well, way, guys. Well, we haven't started yet. Okay. We haven't started okay. We like a buzzer or something okay. or a foghorn. Uh, is everybody clear on the rules? Yes. All right. This is going to be hard. Let's do it. Starting now. No more No more words. No more buzzwords. <laughs> no more okay. words. All right. All right. No more words. This is going to be a great podcast. Well, you know, all this, all this talk of Burma is really making me kind of thirsty. I, it I'm, is. I'm getting parched. So, Brandon, you have brought us the beer of the show this time. Yes. What have you brought us to drink? Um, I have brought us a beer from my hometown of Akron, Ohio. It is from Thirsty Dog Brewing Company, and it is their, uh, their seasonal brew. It's the Barktoberfest. Barktoberfest. B-A-R-K, I like that. To yes. play on the Oktoberfest. Um, yeah. A lot of their beers are usually dog-oriented. Uh, actually, today... That's right, uh, doggy. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Scotty uh, did a brewery tour, actually. Yes. Actually, it was a lot of fun. Thirsty Dog Brewery. It was a big brewery. My big gosh. Big brewery, yeah. They, they, they mean business there. They do. But like Adam said, I'm really thirsty. So this is actually, we usually do cans, but we're doing bottles tonight. So yeah. I, I'm the loser without a bottle opener. So oh, there you go. Oh. So let's take a drink and we will rate it. Hmm. Brandon, would you like to go first since um, you brought the uh, the beer of the show? He's he's taking another drink. He. He has to. I've been. I've been. I've never had this. He's got to swish in his mouth a little bit, spit in the bucket. You know. (laughs) I don't want to ruin my taste, but I have. uh, I've been straying away from IPAs and lighter beers, and this is a nice dark beer. Um, It's what I would expect from an Oktoberfest type beer. I could definitely drink this all night, though. It, yeah. it easily goes down. It's a lager. Yeah. Uh, Adam, I know you're a big fan of lagers. Yes, I do. I'm, I so, do like lagers. I'm, not, I'm honestly like dark, real, real dark beers. I'm mm-hmm. not usually like the like darker a they are. Or a stout. Yeah, the darker they are, I'm not usually a big fan of this one. I, I actually kind of like it. I, I agree. I could drink this all night. Like it's, it's really and good. I, I'd rather hear your guys' reviews. I'm a little bit biased because I'm supporting my hometown right. when drinking this beer. But. Um. It reminds me of something I've had before. Me too. I, I can't put my finger on it. I've... Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yep. <laughs> it might be. I think it, I never had Sam Adams Oktoberfest. No, so. it was it was 
It tastes like an. I've had several Oktoberfests. Yeah. Let me take my. I'm, my a, I'm a big. On. I, you know, I'm what already a big flavor? fan of Oktoberfest. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out what the flavor is, like the aftertaste. Does it say anything on the bottle? I don't, a I don't traditional know. old world German style Oktoberfest, a fall celebration since 1810. Hmm. 6%, best served at 38 to 40 degrees. On the picture, on the bottle, it's a, it's a pumpkin field with bats flying in the background and a whole bunch of dogs. They almost could be like ghost dogs. In the field. But they're not ghost dogs, are they? They could be. They've got like green outlining on oh, them. Oh, they might be ghost dogs. That's sad. Pet cemetery shit going on in this yeah, bottle. Yeah, those poor puppies. <laughs> you know, the Pope said that animals get to go to heaven now. Really? Is yeah. that, you brought oh, that up? They, they opened up. They, they cut the yellow they tape did. for them. They did. They're letting them in now. They did. There was enough room in the club. <laughs> they moved the fuzzy ropes and let them in. So, anyway, so back to the show. Is it just new pets now, or are we talking... All Old pets, pets that died. Are they are they lit, lit in now? I mean, were they stuck in hell and they had to wait for you know? Pope <laughs> I just picture them waiting Jesus outside to, of a come club down and there just and a guy saying no, like a poor no, old dog, like Wimper. <laughs> no, that's terrible. God, so God sitting there with his arms crossed. All right, what do you give so. this beer? What do you give? What do you give this beer? It's Oktoberfest. A scale out of a five. five. Yes, I'm gonna give it a four. Give it a four. Solid I, I really four. like Oktoberfest. I'm liking darker beers. I feel like this is this is different than the beers we've had lately. Yeah. I feel like this is one I could put down. Yeah. It's a it's a has a lighter body for a lager. Yeah. I think. Uh, has some hoppy flavor, but not not overbearing like an IPA. Yeah. I taste the hop, but very very slight. Um, a little bit of sweetness. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three. Okay, give it three. a three. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you right there. It's definitely good. I mean, I'm I'm picky when it comes to my beers a lot. Um, still can't figure out what that aftertaste is. It, it tastes really good to me, though. I mean, I would definitely recommend this to anybody who likes it. I'm gonna give it. I'm. I'm gonna go with Scott. I'm gonna give it a three. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three. So thanks, Thirsty Dog Brewing Company, Barktoberfest, because it, it's autumn now. So yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I see Brandon over here is on his phone. He is. Yes. I am using this app, if you haven't heard of it. It is called Untapped. It is a mix of Instagram and Twitter and Foursquare, where you pretty much just keep a diary. What? It, it, it is a diary for your beers. You, wow. check, you check in your beer, you rate it on a scale of 1 to 5, you post your location, give a quick review, post a picture of it. Wow. And I've been doing it. Uh, this Barktoberfest will actually be my 100th check-in. Yay! Uh, Give I the drink, man a beer. Drink a lot of beer in the last few months. Different types. I I I don't check in repeats usually, so Right. But yeah. Uh check out the app untapped. I think everybody would have a good time with it. I have it. I have it. I don't know what my username is. <laughs> but I'll find that out. Uh, we we'll will we will post the usernames on the, the Facebook we will. for your distraction. We will. We'll let you know so you guys can follow us on there. Let us know what we're drinking. Okay, so well, as we said, uh, the last episode we did, well, if you missed it, it was it was a long one. It was our uh, top ten video games. You know, we we showed up, we gave our top ten video games. We had our guest on Corey, who was on the previous episode. If you remember him, if you listened to that one, um, it was a good episode. Kind of kind of long, like I said, but we actually had a couple people that sent in their top tens to us, and uh, we want to read them off. Longtime listener, Mike Deloney, okay? If, if you've listened to the podcast from the beginning, you've heard us mention this name before, Mike Deloney. He sent us in his top ten video games, and I'm going to read them off for you real quick, okay? 
Uh, is there any order, or is he just sending top ten? And, he just sent in top ten. No like, particular order. No, okay. As far as I know, no. I'm assuming uh, the first one's ten, and it goes to one. That's oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm assuming, but it could be the other way around. But okay. the first one list, uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I had that now, on my that, list. Is that number ten or number one? Uh, we don't really know. I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's ten since he wrote that down first. But it could be the other way around, like I said. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Tony Hawk. Uh, 1080 Snowboard. That was a good game. Max Payne. Loved it. Never played uh, it. Didn't specify which Max Payne. NHL 94. That was that my was, number one. Yeah, so yes. I was two at the time. Uh, that was don't, my don't have an opinion. No? Great game. My opinion on this one. GoldenEye. Love it. Which I think most people have Also on my first list. First multiplayer game I ever played. First first person shooter game I ever played. Uh, Killer, Inst- Killer Instinct. Okay, that was that was a good fighting Killer game. Instinct. It was a fighting game. It had a lot of crazy characters. One was like a raptor, and there was like a robot. I do remember that. Primal yeah. Rage? No, it not, was, not no. Primal Rage. I, I remember the graphics looked amazing back in the day. It, it, yeah, they were the, back in the day. They were like, oh my god, look at this graphics. You look back at them now, like, yeah, eh, that's stupid. But all right, um, <laughs> uh, Mario RPG. If any of you remember that one, that's funny. Um, that's Mortal Kombat on my list. Oh, on my honorable mention. I don't yes, know if it's the Mortal first Kombat one. I don't know if it's the first one. Oh, he didn't specify. Remake, but uh, I'm assuming it's the first one. So, and we golf. So, I had we bowling. Jeez, Deloney, your my list and mine are very uh, similar. We have another write-in. Uh, this is from my good friend Jordan Blank. He loves the show. He appreciate appreciates the shout out. Um, starting with number ten. Um, he has Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. You Good had game. that. Good I had, game. That was on. I feel like it was on a few people's lists. Uh, Chrono Trigger, which is a uh, Japanese role-playing game. I played the sequel, Chrono Cross. I missed. I missed Chrono Trigger. But but Chrono you Cross know, was you, a good. You know one. the kind of reputation. Oh yes, Chrono Trigger oh, yes. Has. Probably uh, one of the best RPGs yeah, ever. So amazing. Uh, Pokemon Silver. Okay. Great Pokemon game. It's the second batch of Pokemon. I Corey, played, Corey I, loves that pick. I played Gold. So <laughs> AU. Um, Resident Evil. <laughs> Resident Evil One. That's an amazing game. It um, is. It is. And the remake they did for GameCube that yeah. they ported onto 360 and PS3, just as probably I, even better because it's a lot scarier. I'm darker. not sure what came out first, Resident Evil or, Sil- or Silent Hill, but I mean, I think we can all appreciate like what they did to just the horror genre of video yeah. games. Um, Crash Bandicoot: Wrath of Cortex was that number three? No, Warped was number three. So it was number two, probably. Wrath of yeah, Cortex. probably. Yeah, that, that was a great one. That th- I think that might have been one Corey had on his list. He had the first. Okay. One. It had he had a, the first. One. I think uh, Wrath of Cortex had the battle with Tiny Tim. I think so. Well, the uh, Tiny Tim was in Warped too. So. Yeah, he was in like uh, Banjo Kazooie, which is <laughs> one of great my all-time favorite. Great game. Well. I, reading this list, I'm a little upset. I forgot about this for my list. Um, Last of Us, which that was my that was on mine. I think I, Adam, I think yeah. it was my number three. Um, that really just changed the entire scope of what could be it done did. with video games. It did it turned video games into a movie. Um, Metroid Prime is number three. Okay, did you have that? I had Super Metroid, which uh, was a side scroller Super Nintendo. This brought Super. This brought Metroid into first person shooting, but still okay. made it an adventure game. It was amazing. Uh, Paper Mario. I'm assuming never this is the one that. for Nintendo 64. I never played that. So I, I know it's got a great reputation. I know Jordan loves it a lot. Um, I've dabbled a little bit in it. I like the game. Um, and his number one is Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics. I played that. I know Play I tactics? played that. I, I didn't put where, that. Where, I had Final Fantasy VII. That's where what where I does uh, Tactics fall into the... It's... I mean, it's it, it's one of those alt, er, secondary games like in the Final Fantasy series. It's mm-hmm. It's... I, I don't know how, how you describe the battle system strategy type. Mm-hmm. Battle system's not your normal RPG fighting, so um, it's okay. It's it's a good game. Um, he's the kind of guy that it, he loves playing games where he can grind out 
100 plus hours probably into it. So Final Fantasy is a great pick for his number I one. I feel him. I feel um, him on that one. He has a few honorable mentions. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. That's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, Alien Isolation. Which I was, heard that's a really It was good a great game. horror game. It put you in Alien 1. Yeah. In that universe, and you're just trying to survive on a ship and get out. You can't and they really even fight made the, the technology like yet. it back in the... It looked like back, it was 70s yeah. technology. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Telltale Games does a version of Walking Dead. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Walking Dead Season 2 made my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Really? So yep. It, it's, that made they, my honorable mention. They do great games. The decision-making in that. Yes. All I can think about is in the top right corner, it says, Kenny will remember that. Yes. After any decision, but yeah. That fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah, uh, thanks, Jordan, hey, for in. Hey, hey, I did it. I did it. I didn't think. God, God damn it. He said, he said God the F word. damn it. We have our first penalty oh. shot of the show. <laughs> I knew it was going to be me, too. I secretly planned it. Oh, my God. I didn't Oops. really want to take it this early. but Party foul. There's I looked, our I looked at Scott like, it. Did, he, did he hear it? Did he hear it? And then he looked at me like, hey. <laughs> I didn't notice right. it. First penalty shot. All right, here we go. The, of the, for your distraction, it won't be too bad. He didn't even need a chaser. It's all right. What a man. It's good stuff. I drink this normally. So next time we'll have to have something a little bit harder. We'll have to get some <sighs> some old granddads or some <laughs> Everclear. Some, we might die. Some mead. Some mead. <laughs> all right. So that's those are two good lists. Thanks. If anybody else has uh, your top ten video games list, go ahead and send it in. For your distraction at gmail.com. Definitely. Or you can tweet us at... Is a podcast FYD? Podcast FYD. Okay. Also, quick note: um, we're going to be doing the top tens more sparsely. Yeah. We're going to be spacing yes. them out, so they'll be more of a treat than a guaranteed schedule. So just stay tuned for the next one, whenever it may come. Stay tuned. So, Adam, I know you had some topics you wanted to bring up. Yeah, I got I got a bunch of topics. What you um, got for us today? Uh, well, what do you guys know about AI? The movie with Jude Law? No. You're going to no. creep me out if you're going to talk about the article I read. No. Are you Are you talking about Dick? No. I'm talking about they made this artificial intelligence in Asia, and it learned the human language really fast, and what it started to tell its creators that it was going to put the creator in a human zoo. Yeah. That's Dick. That's oh, is Dick. it? Okay. His yeah. name is Dick. That's what his name is. His name he's, is Dick. He is oh, a Dick. I thought you were going to say well, he's like, talking about Dick. All right, well, here, here's why his name is Dick. His name is Dick because Sorry, it's, thunder there. It, well, it's based off of a uh, science fiction author. I think it's science fiction. Uh, I'm trying to look it up here real quick. What's his name? Philip Dick. Philip K. Dick. Classic Deceased name. science fiction artist. They, they basically uh, named this robot after this uh, guy. And they basically implemented, they programmed the robot basically to act like and respond to you as if he is this writer and it's fascinating like there's a video out there and everything like that where this guy's having this conversation and what it is is there's pre-programmed responses that it can give you based off of what he would say but it also goes on the internet and looks at things and learns new things it's it's freaking fascinating it's, it's like the next step in ai in my opinion honestly like if you pay attention to conversation he'll ask questions like Oh, you know, what do you think about humanity? Like, you know, what would you do if humanity ever, you know, took over or 
AI ever took over, like Terminator style. And the, the AI just laughs at him. He's like, boy, you're asking the big questions here and stuff like that. And basically responds to him like, you know what? Humanity's been nice to me and everything like that. And if I go Terminator style, basically if I go Terminator style, you know, I'll be good to you. You know, you're my friend. I'll be good to you. So, you know, I'll, I'll keep you safe. I'll put you in a human zoo, you know, so I can come and see you and everything like that. And it's just, it's just like... I, he he basically can have full fledged conversations. It's crazy. Like watch a video. Like I think we're all in trouble. But but here's the thing: oh when it God. comes to like robots, that's what he looks like. Yeah, that's what he looks like. When robots show humanity, is it programmed or is it authentic? That's what I always have a problem with. Well, it, there's pre-programmed responses for you to have an initial conversation. But what it does is it goes on the internet and it learns and it will. Uh, basically, like it, it just learns new things. Is what it does. It learns new things, so it can make different responses. No, this make... is th- this is a topic we could have an entire podcast on. Have you ever heard of what wetware is compared to software or hardware? No, I know what software and hardware is. I don't know what wetware is. Wetware is something they're working on for artificial intelligence, different robots that pretty much makes it so that the hardware, the, pretty much what they develop the AI with, can evolve on its own. It like is organic almost. It, it's really top level shit right now. I mean, yeah, it's I'm I'm all for progress and I'm all for the future. But then there's movies like Terminator that scare me. Like yeah, but the like, Terminator, like, like, Matrix, like Skynet. You don't, you don't think like they'll that. make fail saves? I think they'll fail. Hey, quick throwback to last week's episode. Do you guys remember the Berenstein Bears topic? Yes, we talked. You know what? Scott, yes. I had a discussion now, about listen, this. Listen. All right. I found I've been following the Reddit. There's a Reddit for it called the Mandela Effect Reddit. Mandela Effect, yes. Now I brought listen. it up. You guys were having any part of it. Listen, do you remember do you remember a movie from the nineties starring Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, where they're vampires? What's the name of that movie? Uh, interview with a vampire. It, it's interview with the vampire. Yeah. Not a vampire. I remembered it with the vampire. If you look at the DVD cover, it says interview with, with the vampire. Interview with the vampire. Not a. It's another one of those Berenstein Bears things. It, it got changed. It got yeah, changed is what exactly. it did. Listen, I, I we could we could have done an I entire can't picture which one it is. We could have done an entire movie. show about that conversation, but you guys weren't happy. Yeah, with it. I mean, Scott and I, we listen. I was saying like that light threw me through a loop when he first told me about that. Like I literally was looking up articles when I first heard about it, and it, it's the most fascinating, just it, I, one of the most fascinating stories ever. I think I presented video. it poorly. I, I, the first theory I brought up was the uh, the time traveler yeah. scenario. I don't necessarily buy into that one, and I, I presented that one first. Corey was was tapped out at that point. He heard yeah. time traveling, and he's. But the Mandela effect is real. That's it's something that people just re- remember different. And yeah. then there's there's like uh just uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, the Mandela effect would be like mass misremembering, where it's just a whole group of people remember something differently than what really happened. There's right. no supernatural, nothing paranormal see, to The original Mandela effect is so creepy that a, a big chunk of the world remembers that Nelson Mandela died in prison. That's just mm-hmm. that that that's more than just a general typo. Maybe? Maybe not. I don't know. Well, I, it's like I said in the last episode, go look at the Berenstain Bears. I guarantee you're going to remember it spelled differently. So Tying in with uh, the video game episode last week in the Mandela Effect, do you guys remember Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest? Yes. Played the, it's called, played the crap it's out of called, that. It's called Diddy Kong's Quest, right? Yeah. No, it's actually called Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Diddy's Conquest. Not, not. That's what I said, Diddy's Conquest. 
Diddy, Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong's quest is what everyone Diddy's Kong I remember. Quest. I remember Diddy's Kong quest. So That's you're, what I you're, remember. You're in the boat that remembers it. I remember Diddy's, Diddy's Kong quest. Yes, Diddy's Kong quest. Diddy Kong's quest is what you remember. I remember Diddy Kong's quest. Uh, like Kong's being that's plural, a, that's, not Diddy's. But I remember is... Diddy, Diddy's conquest because he was a quest for Donkey Kong. I like it. So it's, a con- it's like a I like it too. I like conquest. it too. You and I remember, remember it differently, so like that means that I'm existing in the other universe where it was Diddy's conquest. I, I like that. Hmm. Fascinating. It, it, it's fun to talk about. Maybe it's aliens. Maybe it is aliens. Maybe they're, aliens are playing mind tricks. Do you believe in aliens? I do. I believe there's intelligent life out you, there you somewhere. Know where in have they visited Here's my, us? Who's, who's that scientist that's on everything now? Um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. He, he said it the best. He said you would pretty much be dumb to completely write off the existence of aliens. Exactly. Just the sheer size of the universe. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There are, what, like 100 billion galaxies. Yeah. More would, than that in the universe. It would pretty much be ignorant to say there are no aliens It's in the absolutely universe. ignorant to say that we're the only life. It's, it's yeah. depressing to say we're the only life forms because that means there's nothing else out there. That's all that means. Yeah. So I, I absolutely believe in aliens. Did you ever hear the theory? Uh, you know those uh, the generic gray aliens, you know, the big eyes, you know, the short ones. Like, no ones like yeah, the grays. Like that. The you grays. know, the grays. Yeah. You know, the generic ones that everybody thinks of. I'm calling them necessarily be... generic, but... Well, they're the ones everybody thinks of. When you think they're alien... Not, they're, they're not your Aldi's brand of aliens. They are the, your Aldi's brand of aliens, <laughs> it's okay? Not the like ones it's... that aren't the ones that are the Walmart It's not brand. like it's the Predator coming down. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, but I mean, anytime everybody thinks of, you know, you know, aliens coming down and kidnapping you, they think, you know, big black guys... Yeah, you know, they, they abduct you. They, they abduct borrow, you. They borrow you for a second, put something up your butt, and bring you back. I mean, some people might like that, so, <laughs> I mean, whatever. But... Did you ever hear the theory? And it's not really a theory because, I mean, you always hear about these retired military people that, you know, worked in Area 51 and they always say what really happened in there. It's well, never going to be a good story when it's somebody never... starts off with retired military people. Well, there was this one retired military individual. I can't remember if he's a general, you know, whoever. But he said he was in Area 51 and he, what he said was, they're not aliens, they're time travelers is what they are. They, the little greys, the greys are what we evolved to be in the future. Okay, Actually, that's the that... reason. That's the reason why they look so much like us. You know, they have. As if you think about Neanderthals, if you think about you know Cro-Magnons. Yeah, Cro-Magnons. They were all hairy. They had hair all over their body, and slowly we evolved from them, and we lost a lot of that hair. Well, we evolved in the future, and we become hairless. You know, and we evolved basically the way the future is, and that's what they. That's what he says. They're time travelers. So I thought that was an interesting theory. Yeah. Don't know if I buy it, but you know I thought that was an interesting theory. But that's your conspiracy talk for the day, I guess. Yeah, they just found a a new human humanoid skull. You know, speaking of that, the missing link. link. I don't necessarily now, listen, know if it's you the want missing to talk link. About missing link. I was reading this interesting paper that tied in with that finding that you're talking about, Scotty. That yeah. that showed back in the '70s, this group of archaeologists found this missing link. And it was the skull. I forget what the skull was called. I have to look it up. Um, but pretty much the skull was the missing link in human evolution. But they completely kept it secret to somehow capitalize on it. It was amazing how they just withheld information. How are you going to capitalize on withholding the missing link? Well, you want to talk about history and capitalizing. What archaeologists used to do, if they went into a temple and found five ancient bosses, they would purposely trash four of them and only keep one of them intact so it would raise the value of that one. That makes sense. 
but th- that's what they do. That's what they do to history. That's I mean, you... that makes sense because if you only if there's yeah. five of them, they're less valuable than if there's yeah, only but, one. But then, so... then you look at that. You look at that from a money value, but you also think about how much history that did they just destroy by destroying those bosses. Oh, they would be. They would be. If if anybody ever found out they had ever did that, they would just n- no real scientist would have no. anything to do with them. Ever, but but okay? this is commonplace in archaeology all the time, and it's crazy. So here's the article. I want I want to read this a little bit because this just happened this week. Scientists have discovered a new human-like species in a burial chamber deep in a cave system in South Africa. This discovery of 15 partial skeletons is the largest single discovery of its type in Africa. The researchers claim that the discovery will change our ideas about our human ancestors. Um it goes on to call it Homo Nalidi. Nalidi. Oh, God. And there's a picture of it. And we'll post it onto our social media. That is one it, ugly bastard. It looks like a cross between a human and an ape. Yeah, but it's it looks more human, I guess. It looks say. it looks close to the human. Could this be the missing link that everybody's always talked about? Maybe. Um, That's Bigfoot. Could it be Bigfoot? I, I mean, this no, is in not, South I mean, Africa. How do you believe in evolution? This? Do you believe in evolution? Never heard of it. Never heard of evolution? No? <laughs> yes. I no, it, was, you, it was a movie a while ago. If you don't <laughs> you'd remember, be okay. ignorant not to believe in evolution. There has been concrete proof that supports it. Yes. I mean, it's... it's but, of there, course, as, the devil might have put it here to veer you away. <laughs> I just, I They're saying unknown age, but could be three million years old. That is older than Homo habilis. Um, but it's newer than Australopithecus. So... I mean, I'm all for I'm all for science. I believe in evolution. I believe in all that stuff and everything like that. I mean, I don't know how they carbon date things. I don't know how they decide the age of things. Sometimes I think they're making a very big guesstimate of the age of things. Like you said, what, mm-hmm. like the three million years old or something like and that. And that they they cited there they're they're not sure. Okay, that was just a scientific guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's something you got to take with a grain of salt. Okay, a lot of people will sit there like you know you're highly religious believe every word of the bible is fact type of people will sit there and say that it's ridiculous how could they know all this it's all guesstimation well, let's go there because go where let's go there because i'm a christian but i also buy into evolution and i'm not talking about just darwin survival of the fittest i'm talking about i agree evolved from the ocean. i do i think we evolved the there, whole way there, up there is proof that shows that at one point the entire earth was covered in water mm-hmm. and eventually land was formed and biological creatures evolved to become amphibians and started to become I land mean, mammals it, and it's it's the hardcore religious holy rollers that fight this that there's the creation museum down in Kentucky. they're the ones that say jesus was riding a t-rex D- yes in battle and they're not like saying that. i mean but okay with that <laughs> I mean, if anybody could ride it. Remember Dino Riders? Do you no. guys remember Dino Riders? No. Remember oh, Shara? it was a great cartoon when I was a kid. <laughs> Dino Riders. Aliens, again, came down to Earth. There was a good aliens and bad aliens, and they were fighting this war. They crashed on Earth. Both ships destroyed, but it was back in the Jurassic period. So there's like dinosaurs running around, but they had this magical powers that like they could control the dinosaurs. So they ride the dinosaurs and fight each other. It was <laughs> a great, great. It was a cartoon. Dino Riders. If you're my age, you remember it. I'm getting off track here. Yes, but, yes, you um, are. I was about to bring you back. Back to 
Back to the whole religious thing, because like I said, I'm a Christian. I don't know if you guys are. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Adam, I, I know you went to a Catholic school. I am, a, I am an agnostic. Agnostic. I used to be an atheist, but I'm an agnostic I, now. I'm an, agno- I, I'm an agnostic to the point where I, I believe there is a God, but I don't know what religion I believe there's a with. possibility that there's something out there. I hope there's something out there. I, I believe at, at, at the on the outskirts of the universe there has to be something. There is a God that created the entire... I don't necessarily believe that there has to be something because there is, there is you know, the uh, I believe in the Big Bang Theory, but there's also, um, I, I can't remember where I heard this, but there's that theory that every time the, the universe ends at some point, and when the universe ends, yeah. it explodes on itself and it creates a new universe. Yeah, well, I've heard that the, the theory is when the universe expands to a certain point, I, yes, I forget that's, what the that's point is. The universe exploding is Yeah, what because it is. What, what they see right now is that the universe is actually slowing down in its expansion. And yeah. at a certain point, it will implode yeah. in itself. It'll collapse back together, and time and will go backwards, because time is a result of the expansion of the universe. So what essentially this theory says that the universe has exploded and collapsed infinitely times. And whenever you have a feeling of deja vu, it's because in one of these infinite times of the universe collapsing and exploding, you've relived that similar memory one of those Just times. like the Mandela effect. But listen, some of these times, maybe a cavewoman died in one of these expansions, and it killed off billions of people that could have been born if she would have died in the winter cold. There wouldn't have been you know, a certain percentage of the world being born. It, it, it's crazy. Huh. I, I'm I'm a big I, I like that theory. I mean it's it is. I, I that continuation, you know? Like I, well, I, I love I that. think a lot of people have a hard time grasping that time isn't so concrete. It's not. It's not. And I'm I'm looking My point is the point I was trying to make, why okay, what you what you guys are saying is fine, but why do the crazy Christians give Christians like me a bad name by by completely dismissing that? Why can't all of that be part of God's plan. Because it's how certain people interpret scripture. Some take it completely verbatim. Yes. And some take it as an interpretation. You can't take the Bible literally. I've gotten in arguments with people who take the Old Old Testament verbatim. And there's rules in there for slavery, how people should be traded for how many pieces of gold. I've gotten in a debate with somebody who told me that if... I, I gave him a scenario where let's say you know I was a good you know good individual who was charitable but I didn't necessarily believe in God yeah. and there was Hitler worst probably human being of our generation mm-hmm. in the past century right and he I was got a Christian too. did you know that well Hitler was the first person to ban smoking in public places wow I didn't know about that Mr Off Topic here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but just saying I, it wasn't that bad. But I gave him the scenario, okay, let's say Hitler, before he died, okay, he repented, and all the bad things that he ever did, he repented and say, you know, I accept Jesus and everything like that. Does he go to heaven? I go to hell. He's like, yeah, basically that. That's what that means. I was like, that's a fucking... There's your well, shot. Hey. God damn it. It's time for a penalty shot. But anyway, keep going. Jesus. Anyway, that's a dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I guess you can't explain... That's enough, right there. No more. Okay. Okay. That was ru- that was rough at the end. No more. Okay. okay. That was rough. Okay. I need another beer too. You need another beer, right yes. here. Okay. Great. Off topic. Anyway, let me take this penalty shot. Penalty because... shot. Stop saying the F word. <laughs> you know me, Scott. It's good. That's the hardest <laughs> thing. Right. There you go. Sir. There we go. Anyway, I just I, my thing is. I just don't get why people fight that tooth and nail. Why can't that be part of God's plan? Why can't we all just? I, why I'm can't okay we all with just that. get along? I'm okay with that. Good why can't people, we be friends? 
Why can't we be friends? <laughs> Good Why people we get into friends? heaven regardless of what religion they follow. Yeah, yeah I, I, Good you know, people. I, I question that at an early age. And you know what I'm a fan of? That. I'm a fan of reincarnation. I'm a fan of that. I was, but then I wasn't. I'm hmm. a fan of coming back. Even if I don't remember my past, I'm a fan of coming back. You know, whatever. Like if, if, there, if there really is heaven, why would you want to? <laughs> well, I mean, the basis, of, re- well, the basis of reincarnation is that you're supposed to live your life, and if you didn't live your life to the fullest, you What'd come you do? back. What'd you do? You guys didn't catch it. What could you have done? Oh, went like that. That counts. It counts. It counts. All right, all right. A penalty shot for me. I clicked my pen, everyone. Here's the problem. If I have to write again, I have to click my pen in to write... So that you better uh, put you better put yeah. that down under the table. You better hold just uh, nice and slow and just. I you might you might want to do that now and just leave it clicked for yeah. now. Is what you might want to do. Salut. <laughs> oh, what a great game! All right. Anyway, I mean, the basis of reincarnation is like you live your life, and if you did not live your life to the fullest of your potential, or or whatever like that, then you would come back. And if you were evil individual, you come back as a lesser being, like you know, a fly or fucking. <laughs> God damn it! You ever, you know, speaking of here, you go, uh, Adam. Another give, me, give me half yep. one. Give me half speaking one. Speaking of heaven and all that, you guys ever seen that Robin Williams movie, What Dreams May Come? Yes, yes, I have. What a great movie about reincarnation in the end, where he had the choice whether or not he wanted to go back or not, mm-hmm. and when he did, he fell back in love with his wife and everything. It was a great movie. Yeah. They, t- they touched on Dante's Inferno in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like every 90s movie. You know, I watched that there. movie at a very young <laughs> age, and it just it really didn't click at first. I, I had was, to go yeah. back and watch. Because I wanted to see... I wanted to see the Robin paint. Williams in Aladdin. Yeah. Not, I'm not going to say who made Aladdin, because we all know. But, um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, so so I, I just know who made Aladdin. I just, I just know... He's, it wasn't it wasn't brand. his typical role. Lionsgate maybe, because Walt made it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just it's a good movie. Brandon, is there any good movies that you've seen lately? Anything you can review for us? Actually, this last uh, actually was it a day ago, two days ago? I saw the movie The Visit. It's the new M Night Shyamalan Ooh, movie. Ooh, M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. How bad is it? It was great. I'm, really? I'll tell you right what? now. What? Six Sense great? Six Sense great. What? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what this movie is. I, I haven't okay. seen any commercials. Pre- now listen. So. I, I, I rolled my eyes at almost every trailer, but I still wanted to see it. it. It's about a... How would I describe it? It's about two grandkids that have never seen their grandparents. And... After 15 years of not seeing them, oh, they want to go see them. Oh, that one. Okay. I know, I, I know what it is now. When they, they go see them, and something's not quite right. They have to be in bed by 9.30. Um, after 9.30, they hear these weird sounds. The granny's running naked through the house. She's throwing up everywhere, scratching on the walls. And at, were, like, the, were the grandparents both there? Yes. and They, they were both normal during the day. They were both normal during the day. Think, well... Why did the kids Some, go there was again? It so, because they had an estranged, uh, like they had never seen their grandparents ever. Okay, so like okay. they didn't know them. They no didn't relationship. know them. No okay. relationship no. ever. Because the mom had a, a falling out with her parents and all that, mm-hmm. and the grandkids wanted to reconnect. Now I expect going into this, I knew there had to be some M Night Shyamalan twist going on. Right. And I tried so hard to figure it out, and I'll tell you what, I could not figure it out. And 
as you probably you're expecting. I don't mean, no, no, spoilers, no spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. I'm going to ask you a question. When the twist if, happens, my jaw dropped to the floor. I was like, I was scared for my life. My heart was racing, and I could not believe it. Really? Is it, yes. is it a supernatural type thing? Or I'm is not, it like I'm a not mentally say thing? anything because I didn't right, want to give any right, hints to the twist right. whatsoever. But all if right. you. Please go see it. it. M. Night Shyamalan's back on his game with this. One out of, one, one out of ten. What is it? I'll give it an eight, eight point five out of ten. Really? Now I'll tell you. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. What, really? What makes this work is that it's a horror film, but at the same time, it's a comedy. There are some comedic elements to it that work, but then 30 seconds later, you have the shit scared out of you, and you're genuinely terrified, but at the same time, you're questioning yourself. You're like, is there something supernatural here, or are the grandparents just old, and the kids aren't used to being around old people? Yeah. It's open I don't think it's. I don't think it's that the grandparents or the kids aren't used to being around old people, because I saw the commercial where but I'll tell you what, she was under the freaking house. I'll tell you what. The commercials are misleading, and some and of the stuff that's in the commercials is not in the movies. The really? twist isn't in the commercials or anything. Go check can out the you movie. Get in the Trailers, oven, can yeah. you get in the oven and clean it? Who says that? You know, grandparents says. Watch that. the movie. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> okay. All right. Take my word for it. Recommend it. The visit. Very good. All right. I, I'm gonna have to check that out. You know, I was a big fan of M Night Shyamalan. I liked he made the like Sixth one Sense. good movie. I, I liked that. Listen, that was, was, so that, was it movie. the Sixth Sense no. or was it just the six? Was it Sixth Sense? It was the, the sixth, sixth sense. sense. Okay. The sixth. Okay. Sense. Now you go. That was got me double thinking. My <laughs> the Bernstein Bears has me rethinking everything. <laughs> really, really, does it interview with a vampire get you going a little bit like Bernstein Bears? It's not, not as with much. The vampire. Not as much. I love that movie. I, so I honestly, I it has me a little going a little yeah, bit. So yeah, yeah, that's a good Twilight movie. Twilight has never had shit on interview with a vampire. That sucks. But anyway, you uh, got pen on your nose. I do. <laughs> Probably from clicking it too much. I don't even know how I did that. <laughs> Regardless, I, M. Night Shyamalan, I liked The Sixth Sense, and you guys are probably going to give me shit for this, but I also really liked Signs. Love Signs. And I liked The Village. Like, did you guys see The, I like village? the village? I liked The Village. I will give you I'll shit you on Signs. Though. I'll tell you what, though. I liked Signs. I'm Mel thinking Gibson. Today? You hate Mel Gibson, don't you? I, do, I don't like Mel Gibson, no. But it's not because I don't like Mel Gibson but he doesn't I don't re- like Signs. If, if you replace any actor, the movie's still good. I, it's not because yeah, of, it's not make because of him why I don't like Signs. The reason, I said this before. The reason why I don't like Signs is because any advanced species... That is going to come to another planet. But just because they can travel to another planet doesn't mean they're advanced in all other aspects. I mean, they didn't seem it. I mean, yeah. those aliens didn't seem it. Fine, but they made crop circles in the cornfields, and maybe that's the way know. them communicating the own race. That, there, there's so many. I think you're thinking questions. too much into it. I I, oh, I, was I have to think too much. Unbreakable. Into it. Unbreakable. I, love it. I liked Unbreakable. I, I, was, I was thinking about today. I was thinking to myself: Is there any in that Shyamalan movie I don't like? I don't and like the Lady in the Water. I like Lady in the Water. It's a modern fairy tale. I don't like Lady. The only thing I, don't I, don't like the only thing I remember about Lady in the Water was like the one dude that had the freaking bicep from one yeah. on the one arm that yeah. was ridiculously huge. That's the only thing I remember yeah. from that movie. But, uh, I didn't like hey, Lady in the Water, and I didn't the like happening. The Happening. The Happening was kind of comedic at times, and it was meant to be. Mark Wahlberg was playing the dorkiest teacher of all time. That is not a Mark Wahlberg role. That so he's typecast? So Mark Wahlberg is typecast. I would say Mark Wahlberg's typecast is a macho guy in movies. It's such a good vibration. <laughs> feel it, feel it. Um, come on, come on. Have you guys seen the Emma Shyamalan movie uh, Devil? No. There's like six or seven people in an elevator and everything. Uh, I did seen see that. I've seen that in the Every time the power goes I did out, see it. I did one see of them it. dies. I saw it on like 
TV. So it's, 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 on like ne- it's on Netflix, and I scroll past. It's like, oh, this might be interesting. The Devil. Let's see what it is. And I read the description. I was but like, listen, and I thought that too. I'll I go gave, something else. I gave it a chance. Not so bad. It kind of had like a good, I, I good did mystery. See it. I didn't know that was him. Yes, listen, did, have you have you guys seen the Last Airbender? No. Yes. No. Yes. Was yes. his name just attached to that? Was it actually him? He that did, did that. It? Yes, he did that. Scott Malenki. Yes, There's nothing did. like any movie he would ever do. Yeah. Are you sure his name was? Wasn't he just like a co-producer or something? Or was no? Like... I'm pretty sure he did that movie. And it and I, let me just say, I own that on DVD. That's and a bad I, I, movie. I, I, I bought it. I bought. I made the mistake. <laughs> I purchased it without seeing it, just because I think it was on sale or something. I wanted to watch it. I love the cartoon. The cartoon's I, I great. The cartoon's great. Avatar. He was. He was director and writer of the Last Airbender. I yes. really like the cartoon, so I thought I would like it. Oh man! Here's a fun fact. You guys know Prince Zuko in that movie? Yeah. Is played by Rufio from Hook. Rufio. Oh! How how bad have I blown your mind right now? <laughs> anyway, listen. I saw that movie in theaters. Uh, I I got off work and I was really tired, and they were like, "Oh, let's go see a movie." I was like, "Okay, whatever." And I went to go see a movie. Halfway, I was in and out in that movie because I was. I I would, t- I would fall asleep and then I'd wake up and. Did you guys see the live action uh, Dragon Ball Z movie? Yes, no. bad. Was it bad? Bad. No. Horrible. Was terrible. Bad. Terrible. I was Listen, never. In, I was never into that. I I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I love, I love Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. more. I think I like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. It, it was good. I'm a big bigger fan of Dragon Ball Z. If you want to see a good live action Dragon Ball Z, they did. There's this on YouTube. If you look up live action like live action Dragon Ball Z, there's these YouTube guys that are doing like a live action like legitimate Dragon Ball. It, it takes place during the Cell Saga in the future, that alternate future and everything like that when the androids were uh, screwing everything up. Mm. Um, it's it's really good. It's like a really good live action version of Dragon Ball Z. Because it it's like you know that fast paced action they have in Dragon Ball Z where it's like yeah. fists are flying, teleporting you can't see everywhere anything like behind that. each other. It's that live action basically. That's awesome. Like it's great. Check it out. Like they have uh, the first episode they have on there. I think they're trying to do Ooh. more episodes of it right now. So that show had a really good following, didn't it? Dragon Ball, Dragon it Ball. Still Z. Yeah. It still does. It still does. They, when they I, just when put I was out, growing up, two movies. Uh, Cartoon Network had Toonami, where they would play an hour of Dragon Ball and then an hour of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. For those of you out there who don't know the difference between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, like me, because I Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball was Goku, the main as a character, kid, the main character as a kid, and it was more comedic and it wasn't as like. Epic. It was. Sm- I think of it as smaller, basically. It was. It, 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 it was. It was him going on an adventure as a kid, him trying to figure out the world. But then Dragon Ball Z was Goku as an adult with a saving family. the world, family saving and the world. Shit was going kids. down. Yeah, hit kids. Yeah, yeah, kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. It, it was getting some. It was always fun watching Dragon Ball and then watching Dragon Ball Z. Did just you see the, the new jump. movies that came out recently? Are they dubbed in English yet? Yes. Okay, then. They, they've them. been in theaters. What but I, I didn't know been, if they were dubbed in English they, yet. Oh, yeah, they're dubbed in English. They're not, okay. they're, they're not bad. They don't look... I heard the animation wasn't as good. It was more poorly. Made. The animation is better, in my opinion. Is it? Honestly, it's it's a lot more cleaner and a lot more. Okay. I, I saw some screenshots that made it look really bad, but they might have been far. Away. You can you can know. catch honestly all those movies on YouTube, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, yeah, the movies are pretty good. Never got honestly. it. Never got into that. Uh, that was it before my time. It might have been. No, you know what? It Dragon Ball might have been around your time, honestly. Hmm. I don't know why I never got into. It. I never it's really anime. got into it's anime. I know so. it is. I know what it is. I just never got into that animation, that that Japanese anime stuff. I know you had a phase. I, were, I uh, had a, I had a big phase, 
And I and I still like some of the some of it. I still do like. I, some I'm, of a, it. I'm a dabbler when it comes yes, to anime. Yes, yes, me um, too. Not me, man. I've watched the entire series of Cowboy Bebop. Yes, I is, was just gonna say that Cowboy Bebop. It's only 26 episodes to watch the entire it's, it's thing. It's one. It's one of those really serious animes. A lot more of the serious mm-hmm. animes only run for like one season. Mm-hmm. They, they tell. They want to tell one story and Sorry. be done. I watched. I watched a season of a anime called Death Note. I've seen that is, too. Somebody finds this journal. And whose ever name they write in a journal, they'll die the next day. So this like person was in high school I didn't, like I didn't tries to get into that as much. It was it was, it was pretty good. interesting. It, I'm I'm debating on starting Attack on Ghost Titan. in the Shell was really good. Ghost in the Shell was good. I it remember was that. Good. That was I never good. got into Gundam, but you know what? I wasn't. I, was I, like, did, I got into Gundam so hard. I was in the Zoids. <laughs> <laughs> I did that shit so <laughs> hard. So hard. You were hard that, while going listen, in. Listen, that 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 brought in my he love. He was balls for, deep in anime. He listen, that brought my love out for giant robot fighting. That was that brought my love fighting. For, quote unquote. Wait yeah. a second now. Wait a second now. You're talking about giant robot fighting. Are you talking like? Power Rangers, or but see, Power Rangers even borrows from classic anime. They do, they do, That's absolutely, the they do. Yeah. Did anybody see the they're, they're the like, realistic? What were the seventies? Um, the seventies cartoons had the fighting robots. I can't think of the name right now. You keep saying seventies. I think you're talking about the eighties because there was the there were there were there were eighties robots that the Gundam has not Gundam has... It was before Gundam even. Back in the Gundam was in the eighties too. I know, but there was something before Gundam. I don't know then. It was the, they all combined together to make a giant robot as well. Voltron? Really? Voltron. Vol- might have been Voltron. 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 I loved Voltron as a Voltron. kid. Voltron. Uh, guess what? That was Japanese too, I think. Yeah. Voltron and Power Rangers were Voltron robot was Jap- Guess what? Voltron was Japanese anime. I know they were. were. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Then I liked yeah. that. Yeah. It was but Japanese that was only anime. when I was in the 80s when I was a kid. You know, the- you know all animation comes from Japan. I get it. No, that's not necessarily true. No, no. The, ar- the art of animation originated in Japan. Walt Disney, and I'm taking a penalty <laughs> shot. I it, it, he, he, I mean, his animation was was pre that. I, I no, I think there it's was a different kind of animation. It, it, it is, but I'm saying the idea of making animated characters moving was originally from Japan. So I, don't, I, I don't know about that. I purposely took this penalty shot because yes. I needed to say Disney in that conference. <laughs> I would have said, I, I would have said Walt. What's his name? Um. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> do you remember, Two shots for me. Speaking of robots, do you remember that, that show was like 90s? It was Zoids. Yes. I loved I watched, so I watched the hell out of Zoids. No, I don't know why. Every day before I went to school. I yeah, it was on the morning. It was on the morning. Yes, I put it on. 7 a.m. Yes, I put it on. I'd be like, let me get some Zoids before I go. Until this day, I don't know why I liked Zoids and disliked Gundam. I think I think I liked that the Zoids had like a wild element to them. Like there was that that was there was the prehistoric Zoid yeah. that rose from the lake. I loved all that shit. You know what I've been playing recently? Uh, Armored Core Five. Really? Armored Core. I've been I've been, getting, I've been getting into that. It's it's pretty good. What games have you been playing, Brandon? Um, a big game. A big Probably game. Probably one of the biggest to come out this year. Um, last Tuesday was the drop of the final chapter in the Metal Gear Solid saga. Is it the final chapter? Hideo Kojima, who is the yeah, man behind Konami. Konami will try to carry on the name, I'm sure, in some form, but if you're a true Metal Gear Solid fan, this is the last game in the saga. It ties up all the loose ends that were made. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five came out on Tuesday. And uh, I love the game. It's it's a perfect 10 is out it, of 10. I've, I've heard good things, but I've also heard bad things, too. I've also heard that it's riddled with microtransactions. Like no, that that's actually false. There was GameSpot.com falsely reported on microtransactions 
what Konami came out the next day and said that's simply not true. Well, here's the thing. Here's what, the thing what happened about Konami. was before pe- they were reviewing the game before it was out, and they had a paywall up before it was out because they just needed a placeholder <laughs> for a certain page in the game. Because they don't want all features of the game to be unlocked until the game officially released. I'll tell you right now, there's only one microtransaction feature, and it's for something completely optional in the game to do. Time out. What is a microtransaction? A microtransaction, so say you already pay $60 for a video game. You paid this game, you expect to get the game in its entirety. Well, the game wants more money. It's like buying extra lives or something. So you want, basically, 90, you well, want that, you'll pay 99 more cents to unlock this extra Basically what it is, game. is... It, basically, I hate that. Well, here's so what, it doesn't exist in Metal Gear Solid. A lot of microtransactions, uh, basically, they exist in... You can unlock this thing. Like, later on, you can do all this work and everything like that. No. You know, wait, wait for, like, you know, however long to unlock it. Or you can pay this amount of money now, unlock it right now, and you have the feature now. Oh, yeah, that that that's kind of a microtransaction, is what it is. So, but the, the but what game. I've what I've heard about the game is there's a lot of reviewers, not just games, but there's a lot of reviewers that have reviewed the game, and they say, you know, like for example, one of the big things about the game is you run your own like military base and everything like that, you customize it and everything like that, and basically there's three bases you can run in all from what i understand I, I i never played the game three bases i never played the game but i from what i understand there's a possibility of three bases that you can run yeah and, and, and but, the, fir- uh, but the first one's free the, the second first one's, one's free. free the second one's free as well it is yes okay. if you want a third one which i don't know why you would that's just too much responsibility if you're playing the game that much so where you can maintain three bases then go ahead and pay the five dollars it costs for your third base. Well, what I heard was, what I heard was, and mind you, I only heard this because I, I, I never yeah. played the game. Was that you got the first base for free, and you got the second base through uh, basically in-game currency no. that you could get? I, I did see that same article, and I was worried too. And it was quickly shut down. And I, you know, okay. I own the game; it, it doesn't okay. exist. I, um, the gameplay. Besides all that microtransaction stuff, I heard it's still a very good game. The I game's amazing. It is truly stealth action. What do you give the game? Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, hands down. What it is, you pick a mission, you pick where your helicopter wants to land. The game takes place in Afghanistan in 1984 and mm. middle Central Africa Soviets. in 1984. You're fighting the Soviets? Yes, but you're fighting behind the scenes. Now also, um, in this game, before each mission, you pick where your helicopter wants to land. You pick what time of the day you want to strike this mission, whether you want to come yeah. first thing in the morning, at night. Whatever you want to do, you pick your loadout. You, yeah. pick, you can scout the entire base that you're going to attack before you go in. You'll put your binoculars on. Mark Is it open everyone. world? It's open world. That's the greatest okay. thing. Right. I mean, it, it, it's completely up to you how you want to tackle your mission. You can completely stealth. You can go loud and proud. You can risk it by just sneaking in without scouting the area. It's a great game. Okay. I highly hmm. recommend it. All right, yeah. um, Metal Gear Solid already has a great reputation. I really don't need to speak for it that much. I I, I, I want to play it when I get a next gen system, but yeah. my problem is I never I never really played any of the other Metal Gear now, Solid games. Metal Gear Solid three was my number one on my top ten video game list. This does Metal Gear Solid five does not surpass Metal Gear Solid three, but it is the, my second favorite in the entire series. Okay, all right, fascinating. Yes, I'm ten, not, out ten, from Brand- <laughs> ten, out ten out of ten, ten from Brandon. Oh, oh you look. were close to fi- you were close to that word. What did I say? Fascinating. Oh. I thought it was on the list. Oh, no, 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 I said no, no, fascinating, no, 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 sir. Okay. No, sir. See, we're a little bit diverse with our vocabulary <laughs> on here. So, anything else new, Adam? Um, You know what? I We were talking about movies and everything like that. Does any... 
I want to talk about this a little bit, okay? Because I, I, I've been thinking about this. Um, does anybody have a problem with the third installment of movies? I guess these are movies based on books and everything like that. Having two parts to them. Does anybody have a problem with that? I do. It's a complete cash grab. Yeah, exactly, right? Yes. Now, what do you mean the third installment? Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix Part 1. Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix Part 2. Did they do that? They did that. They did stuff like that. I don't know if it was Order of the Phoenix, but it was one of the last Hunger Games. It wasn't... It wasn't Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter did it in two parts. It's they Deathly did Hollows seven. Part Deathly one. Hollows. Deathly Hollows Part Two. Yeah. Hunger yeah. Games are doing two parts. We're still waiting for yeah. Hunger part Games. Two on I'm, yes, I like the it, Hunger it, Games. Isn't it great? Listen, isn't it great? I but, like but, it. From a business perspective, they know that they can't drag this out forever, so they do what they can to drag out the series as long as they can before they're done. How many of Hunger Games have been? I've seen the first two. They, Is the first there three two, out? There's a third one out, but it's third one part two, and then they're waiting for part uh, or part one. They're waiting for part two to finish. So the part one, series. that's not a Netflix yet, huh? It's uh, no, it's not on Netflix. Yet. No, it's not on Netflix. Yet. <laughs> I haven't seen Netflix. it. It's 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 a good movie. It's a it's a really good. I gotta movie go to family video. It's, it's the first. It's the <laughs> fashion way. It's the first third of the movie family that video is holding on still. Is it? Family still? video. I remember. I don't know how. I, don't I have know a family how. video card. How, how does Blockbuster and Blockbuster Hollywood video? Blockbuster Hollywood, they shit the bed. But family video <laughs> is, that is just, shit the bed. They shit the bed. They real. They're gone. They lost. I mean, because they're local in a small town. It, that's why. You know, small town. That's why. That's, that's not true. Why. No, There's no, a family no. video. My my Hollywood everywhere. video and stuff were all like big locations like we had them in like the fair that's the worst area. place you can to... be the big locations oh, the worst place you can be because most big locations like big cities and everything like that they they you know they adhere to but you know amazon the ohio they adhere area. to netflix they, everything those like are in the ohio area you know in canton there's like three family videos within blocks yes. of each other when i, don't I know how. When, when i lived in tennessee i went to blockbuster i loved blockbuster when i lived in tennessee then i moved back here specifically the adult section Hollywood video is Hollywood video. Hollywood video here at Hermitage. Then I became a member of Hollywood video. I rented there all the time. Both Blockbuster Hollywood video went the way of the dodo. I got my first Xbox from Hollywood and video. That game, that game section they had. Yeah. When they had the, when they had the game store in there. For I the remember. Long. But but Family Video is still going strong. And I'm just speaking out of out of our area here. So Brandon, I don't know about your area where you live, but Adam. We have a family video here in Hubbard, I, yeah, in know, Hubbard Ohio. We have a family video in Sharon, PA. We have a family video in Newcastle, PA. Those are three family videos within very close proximity of each other, and they're still going strong. I haven't been... How? I, I went to, That's what I want to I know. went to How? family video earlier in the summer. I forget what <laughs> even I was doing there. But I, I went to family <laughs> video. True Alzheimer's patient. She's a senior moment for me. <laughs> What am I doing here? I rented here? something. I rented something. I don't remember what it was. It might have been something forever. It might have been some kid movie. But I rented a movie there, and it was packed. There was people really? there. They have Marco's Pizza in it, it now. I think their movies have went down in price for rent, too, isn't it? Like it $2 had, or $3 they have, it was, yeah, they have to have gone down. There. Have There's to. no way they can... I remember what it no was. Way. I rented... Season two or season three of Game of that, Thrones? That's worth it. That's understandable. You rented season uh, two or three of Game of Thrones forever? What, what is for me. It was what for me. What is wrong with you, sir? Oh, it okay. wasn't forever. Oh, I did, okay. I did right. rent stuff for right. forever before, but the last time I was there, I needed to catch up on Game of Thrones, and I rented the... I don't remember if it was two or three, but whatever it was, I watched it, and it wasn't bad. I mean... It was a good experience. It's Game going of Thrones. Like, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about my oh, experience. Oh, I thought you were talking about show. My okay, experience of family video. It was it was really great. I give them credit. How are they still going on? 
But anyway, yeah, good. We're giving free press here to Family Video. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> hold I'm in the Family my Video. Mother, my mother, goes, my mother goes to Family Video. She 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 does go to Family Video. You know, Adam, I don't you get told it. Me once you told me once, and this was years ago. This is Blockbuster was still around. Hollywood Video was still around. You said streaming is the way of the future. It is the way of the future. You were right. You called you called that shit years ago. You were absolutely because you were streaming. You were on the cutting edge of screen streaming. <laughs> yeah, it, streaming <laughs> is the way of the future. Okay, it, it absolutely is. But I mean, unfortunately, uh, there's a new resolution out, 4K, so you can't stream 4K. So it's not going to take off yet. It still has some years. It, it does have some years, so you can't stream 4K. But there's a lot of people. Will the technology catch up for streaming though? Could they eventually stream um, the 4K? Internet speeds Maybe. will have to be cheaper. And get you would bigger. have you would have to buy a specialized TV that can play 4K. Yeah, that's what in I'm order saying. to stream 4K. Oh, really? It, it, I, it, I it's say, higher. It's higher. Think I say we're at least two or three years before 4K becomes like the new standard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 4K mm. is the next thing. Here's something that's always bothered me: in Star Trek, we'll say the original series or the next generation. Why did they never watch TV? I think in Enterprise, they brought up, oh, yeah, this is when we used to watch TV. Let me ask you something. Why would you want to watch TV when you can go, holodeck. When you can go to the holodeck? And you, I, I knew he was going to bring up holodeck. <laughs> why, why are you going to watch TV when you can live it? When you can live any, anything, you want, anything in history that you want to live. It's very true. You can go to the holodeck and you because can, why, you can why, participate. Why do we read books or why do we watch movies? It's to put ourselves in Have someone else's life. Have you been paying attention to the Vive? Have you been paying attention to the Vive? No, what's that? The Vine? The Vive. Oh. The Vine? You, do you know what Oculus is? Yeah, Oculus. Okay, Rift, it's, yeah. it's, okay yes. you know what the Morpheus is? Yeah. Yes. Okay, the yes. Vive is Valve's uh, answer. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically uh, three-dimensional right. uh, goggles. I know what they are, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. That, from what I understand from people who have personally gone and used it, it is absolutely amazing. Like, it is just, it is basically like you put the goggles on. Spill them there. Uh, you put. <laughs> Why did that happen? Okay. Anyway, Shoot. you you put the goggles on and you are basically they put something up and if if you remember any of the other like eighties or nineties you know answer they put goggles on you and stuff like and you see a picture in front of you and stuff like that no this isn't that okay you think you are you basically you're in a big room and you think whatever they show you you're there okay that's so, pretty awesome. like it, it is virtual reality at its best right do now. you I had like a shower thought the other day. Those are some of the best thoughts. Absolutely. Do you, do you think, thoughts and shower thoughts. Do you think we'll reach a time in video games where people who play them might have post-traumatic stress from the things they live with them? I you hope know, not. You know, wait, 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 I want to jump in here. We were talking about Star Trek before we get too far away. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and this, the, no, no, no. This goes with what you're saying. There was the episode, because you're as big a Trekkie as I am. Yes. In The Next Generation with Reg Barkley. Yes. Where he becomes... Yes, yes he becomes he addic- like He comes addicted to the holodeck. Yes. He has like a, he's like a, like a come down off of like a heroin high off yeah. of it. Yeah. That's kind of what you're saying with the PTSD but for video he's game playing. Troy in that holodeck yes, all the time and yes. everything like that. Yeah. But he I was mean, banging you, chicks. Like, Have you guys seen, have heard of the game called Second Life? Yes, I've heard of it. It's literally there are people who li- who make their spend, currency from they they, life. they make they work in this video game and make their real life currency from this running a shop. It's in not like game. Facebook farming. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This, this <laughs> is like this is like Sims. Think like Sims, but with, 
online people and real life money. And some people spend more time in Second Life than they do real life. There, there are people who are able to be socially adept to be it able to, to be able to live real life and so and Second Life. Do you remember that, that movie? Or, well, of course, you remember the movie Inception. But do you remember the scene where all those people were in that basement hooked up to that dream machine and they I'm did that stop every right day there. over? And yeah, over. I'm gonna stop you right there. I did not see Inception. Okay. Oh, you need to see Inception. It's wow. one of those movies. You I, might want to cut this. I am, a, I am a Le- I'm a Leo fan. Yeah. And everything like but that. You're I'm not. A, if you haven't seen it, I am. A, I'm, listen, sorry. I'm a fan of the idea of the movie. I just never yeah. watched. It. Inception's well, not on Netflix. You have to go to Family Video. Is it? <laughs> so go to Family Video, rent Inception, do yourself a favor. Great movie. Now listen. There's Great a, movie. There's, there's a quick scene where these people every day they go to the same shop. And they all connect themselves to this dream world because the dream world becomes better than real life. Yeah, I understand. So they, I, they live their yeah. real life in this dream world. And yeah. when they wake up, they just get their food and their nourishment and then go mm-hmm. back to the dream world. It's just an interesting thought. Yeah. What's, uh, it's an interesting thought. Did anybody see the Bruce Total Harris Recall. Film? Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Total Recall kind of like that. Wow. What about, real? what about the Bruce Willis movie where they live their lives in their homes but they had robots that uh, they would I never saw that, but like I, that. I pretty much had I saw the best of it. Yeah, 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 I saw that movie. It was, it was pretty interesting, too. What was that called? I can't remember. I don't know what movie you're talking about. Bruce Willis surrogates. Was, surrogates. That's what it is. Basically, never Bruce it. Bruce Willis was starring in this movie where basically society lived in these cybernetic... Uh, uh, so while you got old at home, you could like hook up to this machine and you would control a younger version Basically, of your body in the world. So even if your body got shot or killed, did you would still like be alive. Yeah, it looked like you. Yeah. You would, be, like you would the, be alive in your apartment. Like, okay, it I've looked like the now. most youngest version of you, the most pristine like version of you. Yeah, yeah. you had to pay. Prime. You had to pay for a body like you would be paying for a car. Like pretty 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 basically, it yeah. was abnormal not to be in a circuit. It was yeah. abnormal in this society not to be in a circuit, to be in your real body out in yeah. the world. Like you, that's like, why what aren't you? Yeah. Why you some of, some of those real sci-fi movies. But they bring. They bring. They think outside the box. They bring philosophical questions. You remember about time? It was like that Justin Timberlake film where instead of money. Time and your life was your currency. I remember. I didn't see. I missed that that movie, but I I remember that. You talk about philosophical ideas that just like kind of like that was an interesting. I wanted to see that movie, but I missed it. One of my favorite all-time movies, which didn't make my top ten movies list, Logan's Run. Yes, I I love. I told you they're remaking Logan's Run. The movie is worth the payoff, but it starts off slow. You know what? If you take it for what it is, it's it's a. It's Early an interesting, 80s, interesting late movie. 70s film. Now, Man, speaking, I just have a special place in my heart for Logan's Run. Speaking Great of movie. 70s and 80s dystopian films, uh, I recently watched a movie that came out just a few years ago called Beyond the Black Rainbow. Never heard of it. This movie yeah. is meant to look like <laughs> it was made in the 1980s. Like the film quality looks like the 1980s, and it looks like it looks awful. It has an 80s synth soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in a future where feelings are suppressed. It's really interesting. It was really cool that they made a movie that was a throwback. Was it part black and white, part color? No, no. What was that movie with like the kids? I didn't see it, but it was re- it was more recent. I'll have to get back to you on that, guys. You guys look positive. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. It was, uh, you always get us with one of those yeah, each episode. Yeah, it, it was a newer movie. I'll get back to you guys on that. I apologize. Anyway, so... Brandon, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we, we're into pop we're into TV and movies right now. Okay, all right. Have you read the article? I'm, I'm you're the DC guy. Yeah, you're the DC guy. Okay, I'm, I read the article earlier today, and I want to come to you about this. The hot grown Hawkman entering uh, 
What's this about Hawker and Hawkman, DC Legends tomorrow? What is that? Okay, What's DC, that all about? DC, What's that all about? Okay, so The Flash and Arrow, which are yeah. two shows I highly recommend on CW. I've heard nothing but good things about both of those both shows. Both of those are amazing. The Arrow's dark. The Flash is a lighthearted, comedic. More comic book? Yeah. Yes, but it, it works. It's perfect. Um, over the last two years, these shows have accumulated a lot of guest stars, a lot of guest superheroes. DC Legends Tomorrow's is taking all those guest stars from the, those two shows and making a prototype Justice League. Let me just let me just stop you there because here's my opinion, and I haven't watched Arrow. I watched like a couple episodes of it. I haven't watched, watched one episode. Haven't it, watched it the Flash off like a teen drama, but it gets watched, better. Haven't watched the Flash at all, but let me just say there. DC has great success with those two yeah. series. If you go to the movies, Marvel's kicking their ass. I mean, they are, but they DC's kicking their ass in TV because Shield yes. Shield's is not doing. But Daredevil, that. Agent Daredevil, Daredevil, but Daredevil is. But that it, it's hard to see the numbers Punisher, on that with Netflix. Punisher, but they're bringing Punisher. It, but it they are bringing. Daredevil it's, it's good. doesn't matter. No, no, hands down. Daredevil is the exception to the rule. But Agent Carter and Agents of Shield. I, I I was I watched Easy the passes, first, I watched passes. the first two seasons of Agents of Shield and then I just, that, I you watched I, too I, much I, I tapped out I did I tapped out after that it was I've heard rough. A, I heard Agents or Agent Carter you know what was I really don't even think I, I heard that was really I, good. I heard I heard both I heard both it was good no I didn't get through the whole second season I should I should rephrase that but at any rate yes so DC needs to keep running with their this TV they show. do and they should they're just getting their they butts they're getting they're getting the Supergirl show but. Adam, you're talking about the Hawkman yeah. Hawkgirl? Hawk, yeah, I saw that. What's up with that? I mean, I, is this coming now, to TV? Yes. Okay. Now, I heard. Yeah, I heard. That, guys, what is what is I, DC Legends of Tomorrow? What DC, is that? DC Legends of Tomorrow is like I said. It's all those guest stars from the Flash and Arrow forming <laughs> a superhero team. Okay. To stop a threat. Now, I love Hawkman and Hawkgirl. They have one of the coolest backstories in comics. They Thanagarians. are they're Thanagarians, a race of people from a different planet. They crash land on Earth back in Egyptian times, and they become pharaohs. Oh. Hawkman, Hawkgirl. They they show humans, you know, like Osiris and Isis with the yes, hawk heads. Yes, they, yeah. they okay. show them. They show them how to build temples. They show them all this, and they get cursed by a shaman or something. And the shaman curses them that they will die, and each time they're reincarnated, they will fall in love. And one of them will have to watch the other one die over and yeah, over and over that. again. Yeah. They've done this since the Egyptian. Do they times. remember it? One of the, that's that's part of the curse is only one of them will remember it. So sometimes it's the girl Shaira, she'll remember it. Sometimes Carter Hall, he'll remember yeah. it. And they like one of them will have flashbacks back to the Egyptian times. So they've tried everything to try to stop it. They've tried being like in a really healthy relationship. They've tried avoiding each other. I, it's it's really a tragic story. I'm a huge yeah. fan of the Hawkman Hawk Girl story. It's, now, it's a great story. Ooh, that's now cool. I saw, and yeah. the thing is they're C list superheroes. And that's what DC Legends Tomorrow is all about, is taking those C list superheroes and giving them some giving them some limelight that they're not gonna get in the DC movies. Get well, them well, some showtime. I mean I mean I watched Justice or Justice League during uh when I was a kid, the mm-hmm. animated series and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Hawker was part of the Justice League yeah. when I was a kid. But I don't think you got Hawkman in there though. No, Hawk Hawkman made an appearance, but he wasn't yeah, part he of the have Justice like an episode League. Or two, yeah. Okay, but one thing I did notice about the picture that I saw on the article, they didn't have any wings. Like, I'm sure they will. The thing is about Thanagarians, their wings aren't part of their body. On Thanagaria, their wings are a harness that you earn through um Pretty much, it's a it's a rite of passage. Once you reach a certain age and are like a respectable yeah. Thanagarian, okay. they okay. give you your wing harness and it, it like attaches to your body, and you're able to fly. Okay. 
so that they're they're really able to maintain human lives. That was one thing. I, that was one thing I saw. I was like, where are their wings? Where are like their that. wings? Yeah. I like that they're, story. They're, they're, they're I saw a, Hawk, Hawk, or Hawk Is Man. it going to come to the CW? Yes. It, DC Legends Tomorrow I think comes out this fall or it's next spring, twenty sixteen. The CW should basically change. They're their name killing to it. The, the now, CDCW. Now, yes. real quick. Speaking DCW. of CW shows, <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys remember ABC. Um, last fall had John Constantine the TV show. It was an amazing show. It got great reviews. Nobody watched it. So, of course, ABC canceled it. Mm-hmm. Um, other other TV channels tried picking it up. CW tried picking it up. I think even Sci-Fi tried buying it. And they just couldn't work out a deal. So, <clears throat> what they're doing is, they're keeping the actor that played Constantine. And Constantine's going to become a regular guest on uh, the Arrow show this next season. Oh, that's cool. So, it was really cool of Arrow. I didn't... I, I got to... I didn't watch Constantine. The movie? No, I saw the movie. Mm -hmm. I had mixed mixed feelings about it. The the show's nothing like the movie. The show's more like the comic book. If you take the movie with Keanu Reeves as it is, it's fun. It's all right. Yeah. But you would never guess it's part of DC. No. See, DC went through this time in the 90s where they were super mature and super dark. And that's where Constantine falls into. You know, I watched a movie recently, and it, it comparable that I watched, I don't know if you guys have seen this, I Frankenstein. Yeah, I, I didn't see, see I it. See I, I wanted to. That. It's still on my watch list. You know, it, I heard a lot of bad things. About, yeah, I was not. I like. I, I, I like Van Helsing. I, did, I like the movie. I like Van Helsing. I like so Van I feel Helsing. like I would like I Frankenstein. I like the backstory of Professor Van Helsing. Like, yeah, like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Like he is a. Is, is great... Van Helsing DC? No, he's not. I don't. I mean, he's he's I a literary like character. No, I know, he's but I, I, I feel like DC did something with them in the eighties. They, they may have. have. I can't remember. They they have. Have. It rings a bell. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, so. m- maybe I don't know the answer to that, but but as far as his character, he's really diverse. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he th- there's been different different storylines of the Van Helsing character, like the one from the movie with Hugh Jackman, where mm-hmm. he because he is you know. Set out to fight Dracula, I becomes part, becomes yeah. like com- comes yeah. like a blade, becomes like a part, lives forever because of this. But, but what was great with that movie? They tied in other literary characters. I love the um, Doctor Jackal and Mister Hyde. How they tied that into that Van Helsing movie. Remember he hunted them down at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's great. Oh, you know who we haven't had a toast to? Wes Craven passing away. Oh, we did. That's right. Because yes. we had already recorded last uh, last week's episode when he had passed. We away. had already we had already done our uh, our top ten villains. Um, he made Jackie's number one. Yes. For, for Nightmare on Elm Street, I believe. Um, some some movies he, he, he doesn't get on my list. Too. He doesn't get enough credit for how great Scream One is. He completely. I love the Scream he, series. In the nineties, horror films were in a real bad spot. Yeah. And he made them better. He he pretty much yes. made jokes about them. Um, uh, some movies he's not known for. Uh, Swamp Thing, which is a DC Comics uh, property. He did a Swamp Thing movie in the eighties. If you guys haven't seen it, it's kind of a funny movie, but it's kind of scary at the same time. I, no, I, I'm familiar with Swamp Thing. I've um, seen it. It's been a long time, but didn't he do? Uh, he did a. Uh, was it Red Eye? He did Red Eye. Do you ever see that thriller where it's on the plane with Cillian Murphy? Who's the girl in the movie? <sighs> I want to. It's um. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Love, you know, she saved the day with that. But that Rachel was a thriller. McAdams. Rachel McAdams, not one of my favorite actresses. Mm-hmm. You know, she did a lot. Uh, mean Girls mm-hmm. is great. But other, classic, than that, cult classic. other than that, she really wasn't one of my favorite. 
There was the there was the notebook, the family mm-hmm. stone, stuff that was like, eh, didn't really like her character. I liked her wedding crashes. She saved the day, red eye, great movie. Yeah. Rachel McAdams, good All job right. with that. Uh horror wouldn't be where it is today without Wes Craven, so here's one for you, Wes. We got to. We gotta we pour one out for our homeboy, <laughs> Wes Craven. What did he die of? Brain cancer. Was it? Has he been sick a long time? He had been sick for the last few years with it. That's too bad. How terrible. We had a moment of silence there, but we were Definitely. really just shrugging one out for yeah, him. So. Definitely. He deserved it, though. He yes, it. he's a great, great person. I love Scream. Even even the later ones that got real silly. Yeah. But like, the thing is... Was how- it Scream 3 or Scream 4 that uh, Jay and Silent Bob made that quick cameo? Three. It was number three. Was it three? It was three. See, I never... See, I never... See, I never got into the screen. As but here's the thing. I, I did, the I did. first scream, if you don't remember it, what it did was it made jokes about what horror movies were. Like, it was pretty much like, oh, this person's going to die first because they yeah. just went in the other yeah. room. And I, that's what was so great about the movie. It made jokes at it, the horror genre itself mm-hmm. and still played out. You knew it was going to happen, but you were, like, still scared at the same time. It was yeah. genius in a way. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was really meta. I never got in the series. I just, I, that's the one I just, horror I, series I, 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 just, I, can, I just couldn't get into. Couldn't get because into it. Really? You know, slasher. Yeah. But here's the thing. On the outside, it just looks like another slasher film. But it's really there's something beautiful to the first Scream movie. And they tried to they tried to capture the thunder that Scream made with uh, I know what you did last summer. No, it just turned into another slasher flick. It was it was not good. There was a couple no. of them too. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. And then you remember the urban, the Urban Legends movie the nineties too. Oh yeah, that. Denise Richards. We talked those. about her earlier. Denise I, Richards. I, I still never forget that scene with that guy that had his dog in the microwave. I mean, the only thing I know what you last I know what you did last summer had Jennifer Love Hewitt going for it. And Urban Legends had Denise Tits Richards McGee. going for it. Tits I mean, McGee. they they were like, "What can we do? Let's let's find some tits and put them in these movies." And then, other than that, they just had a yeah. terrible story. Yeah, well, that's that, your yeah. that's your classic slasher figure. Okay, find some tits, put in the movie. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Do you remember Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision? What? No. Is that before your guys' time? Yeah. Damn it. Did you just make up this shit? No. <laughs> Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision was on late at night. Friday or Saturday. It was on a weekend on TNT. Hmm. Okay. And all it was was this guy, Joe Bob Briggs. Mm-hmm. And he would he had like an Airstream trailer. And he'd lay in like a lawn chair. He'd drink in like old Milwaukee. He'd be sitting out there and he had his show. And all he did was, <laughs> was intro and after every commercial break. Yeah. And he would show the classic horror films. Friday the 13th. Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. He'd show all the classics, and he would critique them. And he hmm. was like, he came off as a big redneck. Yeah, you know, he even had the southern accent. He had like, honey, I don't remember her name. Honey, the male girl would come. People would write in letters to the show. Great show. It came on like right before, right after Tales from the Crypt. I love I remember that. The Tales from the yes. Crypt. Okay. The intro scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, and, and, See, and it was similar to that. Kind of it was similar. You had you had the, the, the skit, the skits like that they had in the show. Were, there was too much backstory to them, but the actual intro and when the the crypt the crypt would keeper talk, the crypt yeah. keeper would talk scared the shit. The crypt keeper he would introduce yeah. the story mm-hmm. and then yeah. come in at the end and wrap it up. Yeah. That was kind of like what Joe Bob Briggs uh, did, except every commercial break he would he would lead into the commercial break and come back. He would do a death count and he would say things you don't do in horror movies. Number one. You don't have sex. 
Because if you go somewhere and you're going to have sex, you are going to die. So <laughs> don't have sex and you won't die. Um, Part number two, don't kill animals. Kill yeah. as many people as you want. Slaughter them. Butcher them. But when you kill that little white <laughs> fluffy dog, people get pissed off. Don't <laughs> kill animals. And it, 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 words to live by. I mean, that was a good show. I wish pe- I wish you guys quick remember. Fun fact I'm that too people, old. Quick fun fact that people might not know is that Tales of the Crypt was actually an, a comic from the 1950s. No. Yeah. yeah, I knew, yeah, okay. I knew that. I knew that, yeah. I always thought that was really cool if they turned that into They the brought show. it back as a comic yeah. in the 80s, too. Did they? They did, yeah. I, I, I would love them. to get back into some of those like horror comics from back in the day. Uh, quick recommendation. If you go to Netflix right now, they have a lot of the um, 1970s uh, cult classic horror films on there. A lot of the uh, drive-in <laughs> like movie fare, like some of just the classic blood slashers from the 70s. Stuff you haven't yeah. heard of, like underground stuff. It's on Netflix right now. If you're into just watching some of that campy stuff, it's on there right now. That's cool. Oh man, I want to go back and watch some Tales from the Crypt. I know. I'm kind of thinking. I want there was to some good. Netflix. There was a good one. Some good ones. I wonder if it's on HBO. Yeah. Do you have HBO? Do you have HBO? I have HBO. You yeah. do. Okay. I I watch uh last week with John Oliver. So, one thing I can't say about the Crypt Keeper, he told he, he called him as a song. Yes. <laughs> he didn't come off douchey. I mean, the people in his stories, they were douches. So, I think it's about time that we brought up maybe some people who we think are douches. Time for douchebag of the day? It's It's time for douchebag of the day. The douche of the day. I'm going to go first. I'm going to nominate Kim Davis. Okay, if anybody has been paying attention to any news stories, you know Kim Davis, otherwise known as the Kentucky clerk that has been denying gay marriage licenses down in Kentucky. Okay, yeah. she basically they legalized it; it was all good, and because of her religious beliefs, she decided that even though she's a government official, she felt like she was in her right to deny them their their marriages. Okay, everything mm-hmm. like that. And I'm sorry, you know that's that's wrong. Okay, that's a douchey thing to do. Okay, you're a government official. Okay, you, I, you work for the government. Okay, you're you're not supposed to put your beliefs in it. You're supposed to put what the law says. The law says they can get married. Guess what? Give them their license. I am very I'm familiar with this story, Adam. Um, Brynn, are you familiar with this as yeah, well? Yeah, you, you I have am. Been following it. Wasn't wasn't she just like like pretty much set free? Like she's like you know. Uh, she just recently was released from prison. Yeah, and but I she know has been forbidden to deny licenses. That, yeah, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know if she has yet, but I do know that presidential candidate Mike Huckabee was yes. on stage with her playing Survivor, Eye of the Tiger from the Rocky films, <laughs> prating her, prating her around like she's some hero. When really she's just a douche. Listen, it wasn't. It wasn't just Mike Huckabee. Uh, uh, just. With her saying that, you know, oh, you know, blah, 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 she should be, you know, she's not a criminal, she's a patriot. Ted Cruz is up there, too. Was Ted saying, Cruz there, yeah, too? he was saying the same, same well, shit. Uh, same shit. He was, they were both saying, basically what they were saying was, you know, at, at this point, you know, it's this, it's this patriotic woman that, you know, her beliefs are being frowned upon. Next thing you know, your pastors and your priests are going to be put in jail because, you know, they're denying marriage. It's not the same thing. Let me weigh in here. She is an elected official. She is elected to perform a duty. 
if her religious beliefs prevent her from performing this duty, then she should step down. Yes. I, I, she's trying to make a political statement. And, you know, I don't even know why. Because she's a Democrat. She's a conservative Democrat, a blue dog Democrat from the South. I guess what would you call a Dixiecrat. Mm-hmm. But she is trying to cause a scene. She's been doing this for a long time. Since the Supreme Court weighed in and said nationwide, it's a federal law, you cannot discriminate, same-sex marriage, legalize. Yes. I mean, that's that should be the end of the argument. End of the argument. You don't have to like it, but you are an elected official. You need to perform your duty. And if Do you your freaking job. And if, and if you don't like it, and yeah, if, if you if, don't want to be part you, of it... Yeah, leave. That's McDonald's the, is yes. always hiring. You, you can't expect your jobs to align with your views all the time. Exactly. If you, if you have a problem with the views or ideals of the job... I got a problem cleaning toilets every day, but I still do it because it's my job. People have to shit. So, yeah. But, I mean, seriously, okay? Honestly, you are government official, okay? Your job is to do what the law says. And the law says that gays can be married. It is legal for them. Give them their license. There is no war on Christianity. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm a Christian. And I can't stand how the religious right is saying that there is a war well, you, on Christianity. Do you think these conservative Republicans really think there's a war on Christianity? Or do you think they're just playing to Play their... Do you think they're just playing to the political office? Do you think know. they're just playing to the right-wing individuals, the GOP ones that are like, yeah, you know, we're going to vote for you because you agree with her, and blah, 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 blah. You might be right, Adam. That that might be what they're doing. But I think some of these morons like Mike Huckabee <laughs> and Ted Cruz honestly believe this. I think they honestly believe that they're being persecuted because they're so narrow-minded that they can't even see it. They can't even look at the other side of the coin. Yeah. They can't even see it from the other person's point of view. The land of the free, unless you want to... No one is telling you you cannot practice your faith. We're just saying you cannot force your faith on other people. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to get gay married. This is don't the get land gay married. of the free, okay? You're free to believe what you want to believe. You're free... Basically, as long as you're not harming other people, you're free to basically do what you want, okay? Right. Basically. It's the law. Well, you know it's who the... you know who disagrees with Kim Davis? This guy named Mason, one of her deputies, who has come out and said that he has, after she went to, uh, to jail, he has been issuing gay licenses like they're hotcakes, okay? That's he, awesome. Like, he's been putting them out Mason, there. Mason, good and job, he, And he said, basically, like, even after she comes back, you know, I'm still going to issue them. It doesn't matter, okay? She tried to make a point. They release her and says she can go back to work, but she has to make sure she follows the law and issues these licenses. And she said that all the licenses that were issued after by her deputies after she was in jail are null and void. You know, they they don't mm-hmm. exist. They're not you know, real because she wasn't there. She didn't approve them. Mm. Bullshit. Yeah. F you, Kim Davis. <laughs> oh, she is definitely um. a douche. My my recommendation for douche of the day is no surprise. Uh, it's Miley Cyrus. She had a new music video come out. What does it? What's the name of the song? Do you guys remember? Um, oh, oh boy, was it? Oh oh wow, something like that. Something stupid. A- like a- that. Anyways, the music video consists of various types of cream, syrups, and glaze being <laughs> shot at her face like splooge, <laughs> and. It's just very slutty, very unattractive, very trashy. But then again, what else do you expect from Miley Cyrus? And, that's, and, and, yeah. and you pretty much know it there. I saw, I saw the music video. Yeah, I did see too. And we've had this, we had this debate before. I am a 
Miley Cyrus fan. I, I like her too. And the thing is, I know it's an all act, but the, the, you reach a point where it's it's almost too much. That that's too mm-hmm. much for the youth to see. I listen to another. You anybody listen to podcasts? The song is kind of I'm catchy. A, actually, I'm a, but... I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I, I right. love Kevin Smith. One, I listen to a lot of his podcasts, and one of the things he talks about is about how celebrities like Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber and everything like that today will go to these extremes just for the sake of fans and everything like that. Yeah, they will. Certain, at a certain point, it's like, all right, you it's know. It's a business. You know, they can attach numbers to yeah, every fine. thing they do. That's fine. But when you put out one of these kind of music videos, it's kind of like, all right, well, we already see this kind of stuff on your Instagram or, you know, whatever, Twitter, whatever. Like, it's not, it's not anything new. Like, yeah, she's really douchey. You know, they're all douchey. And I don't like think that, she's douchey. But... I don't. I think it is. Some people would call that art. I'm not necessarily one of those people. But, but like we is, said look, earlier. Look two years ago at uh, We Can't Stop. That song kind of has a good, like, bringing together of what the ideals are for her generation. Like, that was that was a decent song with a decent message. It's I'm not still saying... a little trashy for her, but this song's just straight I'm not saying that she doesn't make good music. I'm not saying there's been some songs that are good. There have been some songs that are good She's by her. She's a talented artist. However, this song in, in particular, it's not a song. It is not no. a song at all. It's the music video in particular. The mi- video starts I off with, you guys have I a- smoke weed and I love peace. Okay. I've, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with what's that. What's wrong with that? But that's not a song. That, that's, that's not a song, it, though. You know, whether you agree with that or I not. I think you have an argument with no, the no. music industry now today. No, but here's the thing. I whether whether you agree with this first lines or not, that's a burned out idea that's been done 40, 50 years everybody ago. Loves it worked then. Everybody loves weed and everybody loves It worked then. Why not? Why? Uh, she, like we said, like we talked about this before, she is flaming the fire. She knows what she's doing. It is an act. She is trying to get these people's pennies in a bunch. Doing. She is making money off of it. She's not smart about Same what she's doing. Same thing with Kanye. He is, he is a douche, yeah, yeah. but he's playing this I, I, role. I think we need to make a list of people who can't be douches today because it's just a given. I mean, they got to do something extreme. Like, it, uh, like really, really extreme. Do you, do you have any recommendations for your douche? Uh, I got. I have one. Who? I have one. Don't say me. It is. Bear with me here. Oh, I hope. I hope this is not going to lead to any penalty shots. But I'm nominating SeaWorld sea as World. douche of the day. Did you watch, did you the, watch documentary? the documentary? I did watch Blackfish. the documentary Blackfish. But did but you know they, something new? That documentary hurt them so much that there have been commercials on cable television that say that trashed that documentary. Right. That that documentary really did a it number on them. It hurt them bad. It really put them in a bad place. But but l- let me let me explain why I am nominating SeaWorld for Douche of the Day. This is why. The documentary Blackfish came out, which is a great documentary. I recommend it. If you have not seen it, take a look at it. C- CNN On Demand has it. So does Netflix, I yes. believe. Yes, it it is, it it is a there. great... Go to Family Video and rent it. It is a great, great documentary. When I was a kid... We had SeaWorld Ohio, which was Brandon was in your stomping grounds yep. over in Aurora. Went to it a few times as a kid. Geauga Lake Amusement Park, which later became Six Flags. There was SeaWorld there. As a kid, I loved it. I went there at least once a summer. I have great memories from the water ski show, Shamu, Mamu, like the, the, the whales show and, and the other marine animals. It was just, it was so fun. I just remember, I have great memories from it. 
looking back on it now, if if anything in Blackfish was accurate, I feel horrible. Like I, I the stuff that was accurate. portrayed in this film. Did you, did you film, see the statistics where they showed like no uh, orcas in the wild ever hurt any human or anything, and they yeah. lived well, any, so much well, longer? Just that alone. If you, you see. Not even just SeaWorld. Anyone who keeps an orca in captivity is an asshole. Well, what's the t- well, if, so you, if you really want to yeah. take it to the extreme... murdered four people. Yes. And it's, <laughs> it's put under the rug every time. If you really want to take it to the extreme... It's not even fault. It's SeaWorld's fault. Any, any zoo by themselves are also basically kind yes, of like but that. But the thing I mean, is, the that's, thing is, that's a thin orcas, line. orcas... Very thin line, but still, Because the thing is with zoos, some can be saving some of those animals. But the thing is with orcas, orcas are so smart... <clears throat> That they deserve to be in the wild, not in captivity, and that was proven in the documentary. Yeah, that, that's the thing. They're they're more human like than you would probably yeah. imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, my my argument about zoos, okay. If you've ever been like recently, I went to the Pittsburgh Zoo this past year, and if you ever go there, like even go to like the ape pens and stuff like that, you see a lot of those primates and the monkeys and the apes and stuff like that. They live in horrible conditions. Terrible conditions, okay? If you're going to look in for the For you or for monkeys? I, but I'm... Okay, there's one tree in there mm-hmm. that's really tall with a bottom that's a puddle of water. That's about it. Okay? And that's that's regards to any monkeys. I've seen gorillas in these kind of pens... Sounds like my that childhood. Are, ...that are just like human... Just nothing but humidity in there and the giant tree and whatever and a few branches and nothing but concrete and puddles and stuff like that, okay? Do you think a gorilla or a monkey really wants to live in those conditions? No, no, they don't, okay? They're only there for people to go see them. So, I mean, as much as, like, you can enjoy zoos, at the same time, like, zoos themselves, uh, still. So, I mean, we can go on and on about about SeaWorld. We can. I am nominating SeaWorld as the douche of the day because something new just came up. I I don't know if you guys heard this. The whole Blackfish documentary, that's that's old news. We know all about that. But apparently PETA... The people for the ethical treatment of animals. Oh, I thought you were talking about the bread. And and take <laughs> take them as you will. I, I support PETA for the most part, but sometimes they take it too far. They take it too far. They can be too extreme. Yes. And when, just, when you start throwing blood on people coming out of Burlington Coat Factory, you're taking it too when, far. When you go after President and Obama, who cares about that really? You're when you go after, the they went after President Obama for smacking a fly during an interview. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get what you're trying to do, and what you're trying to do is good. What you're trying to do is right. But there's just too many extremists yeah. that are in charge of PETA that are doing yeah. these things but in their name. But you see the same thing in Greenpeace as well. Greenpeace went that way, too. Greenpeace did go that way. It's a great message, a, but they, they have to go extreme But sometimes. what PETA is reporting right now, and, and SeaWorld, they're douches. PETA, they can be douches, too. PETA is reporting that SeaWorld had an undercover double agent infiltrate PETA. He was actually an employee of SeaWorld who was... Aquatic espionage. Yes. Espionage is what they're accusing him of. He joined PETA, you know, over the years, worked his way up the ranks, got arrested with them, played this whole thing. Turned out to not be a real person. I think his name was Jonathan Jones, something like that. They found out Jonathan Jones is really this guy named Macmillan. Who worked for SeaWorld? Mac Miller? Macmillan. Not Mac Miller. <laughs> Miller. But it, it's just a fascinating story. And I mean, the truth will come out. It, it was just it was just the look this up, there. guys. The, the truth, truth is out there. Look this up about SeaWorld and PETA and 
Aquatic espionage. I love that. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> it, it, it really, it, it's a really cool thing. And if it is true, SeaWorld, douche of the day. All right, all right. We have three picks. Then. My votes are Kim Davis. It's an easy one for me. I mean, I'm going to go Kim Davis, too, honestly. I, I have to. It's a better argument. Not because it's my pick. And, and the thing is, it, it's, it's for... It, it's the law. Yeah. Not because it's my pick, but because it's a religious asshole. Yeah. Just trying to force their opinion on other people and trying to force people to yeah. uh, go to their will. So, not that I don't, not that I don't agree that SeaWorld is just as bad. But, no, they are. But I, I gotta go. I gotta go, Davis. So, Kim Davis, you are the douche of the day. So congrats. issue those licenses, you bitch. Because it's the law. Or resign. Kim Davis, douche the day, guys. Yep. Um, real quick before we want to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, two uh, recommendations. Um, okay. Star Wars is 100 days away from coming out. Can't wait. They Can't came wait. out with the first book. That... I just got a bow. No, no, <laughs> listen. This book that just came out is called Star Wars Aftermath. The book picks up exactly where Return of the Jedi left off with, like exactly. Like I was is talking like five. It's canon. This okay. is there, okay. There's going to be three books called Aftermath that are going to come out from now until December, and the Aftermath books uh, cover what's going on right after Return of the Jedi, and they're going to cover that 30 year gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Okay. So if you want to get caught up, you can pass on these. I'm sure they'll like touch back on them, but I just started them. Great recommendation. Um, my second recommendation, uh, book-wise, is a uh, The Martian. I was going to think about that, too. I was going to recommend now, that, too. I, I was I was on the fence about it. I know the movie's coming out with Matt Damon, who is just America's Golden Retriever. Mm-hmm. Um, Martian is a really good book. It's a really... You read it? Re- I, I, I'm, all, right, I, I'm, I'm only here's reading. Thing Ain't about, nobody here's, reading. Here's my, <laughs> thing, here's my thing about reading books. I do read books. I... Do you like the picture a, ones? A lot of my a lot of my book intake comes from audiobooks from Audible. Mm-hmm. So no, that's I, what I'm saying. That, that's what that's what I'm doing. With okay, the, yeah, the okay, yeah, I'm a fan of Audible. I I I I'm, I I feel like I have to preface it by saying that I listen to it on an audiobook on Audible. Audible, great, you know, great yeah. thing, to, great thing to try. I listen to it. Great book. No, I know. Fantastic and, and you know what? Book. And I, I'm going all. I'm about to listen to the well, same thing. Well, what kind of book was it? Audiobook. It was a. It was an F word book. That's a penalty <laughs> shot for Adam. Did I, did yeah, I, did you did. I say it? I, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh my god. Adam, another penalty. That's your fourth penalty shot. Um, and one last uh, <laughs> shout out. This is kind of for the show. Uh, we read his list earlier. My friend Jordan Blank, uh, he's starting a YouTube channel. Um, it's going to be tied with Four Year Distraction. It's pretty much going to be the show's YouTube channel. He will be doing Let's Plays, where he will be recording himself playing classic uh, retro video games. I'll be on there sometimes. I'm a and, fan of Let's Plays. I'm a fan of Let's Plays on YouTube. We'll be playing Nintendo 64 games. We'll be playing PS4 games. Great, we'll be great. all over the place, and we'll just do commentary and have a good time. I love so it. Can, so can we just record ourselves playing games? Yes, and, and yes, yes. I have, yes. The, I have the equipment okay. at my house to where we can record ourselves playing a video game. And we can also record ourselves with a mic. That's been one of the things I've been I've been wanting to get into. And, and, okay, you know, we, me and him had thrown around the other day. We wanted to do it for a long time, and this yes. would be a great time that we just do it casually. So on the Facebook, I will post the link to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe and give us a. a you watch. heard it right here. 
I, I am officially challenging regular listener and friend of the show, Peter Michael Deloney, Mike Deloney. I am challenging you to a game of NHL 94. You are the Buffalo Sabres. I am the Pittsburgh Penguins. Winner take all grudge match. We will record it and we will place it on the For Your Distraction YouTube channel. You you That's have you have right you there. have forty eight hours to comply. <laughs> <laughs> after after Monday when this you you, there. you live in Maryland, so we'll actually play a lot later than that. Yes. But you have forty eight hours to we'll agree. Say, hey, to the, it's on. It's on. It's on. So. Anything else? Uh, no, I don't think. Hey, I, I think hey Adam, why don't, um, before we go, let, let me again say um, Thirsty Dog Brewing Company, the Barktoberfest. Good beer. Very good, good beer. beer. Very good beer. Uh, it was our beer of the show, so thanks to everybody in Akron, Ohio. Love the tour today. It was a lot of fun. Thirsty Dog Brewing Company. Adam, why don't you give out all our uh, emails and our Facebooks and our Twitter? Right, well, if you want to get, get a hold of us, guys. Uh, you can email us. Okay, we are foryourdistraction at gmail.com if you want to email us any requests or top tens or just your thoughts, you know, whatever. Whatever you might want to say, you know, maybe we'll say them on the air, maybe we won't. Who knows? Okay, uh, if you want to go to Facebook, we are For Your Distraction. Head over there, like us. You know, we post we post something just about every day, you know. We post funny things, you know, relevant things, anything like that. And we have a Twitter. Go to Podcast FYD. Follow us on there. Yeah, if you want to find out when we upload or anything like that. Those are social media sites. We are on SoundCloud and we are on iTunes also. So listen to us anything. If you're Apple, Android, anything like that, listen to us. We're great. All right. Not bad. So uh, I guess guess that pretty much ends it. So that about wraps it up. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, yes, thank you. Brandon, would you like to, like to carry us out here? Aquatic Espionage with Kim Davis.